It's Suffuse 984, myself, Anne Mora and Nadia Favorite. It is all request on chart, so do let us know what you want to listen to. We'll make it happen just for you on 0701-984-984 and the Fuse 984. Now, I did tell you that an exciting interview is coming your way, and it is happening as we speak. Hannah is in studio. Woo! Hello. We're going to be talking about wine. You know how much I love talking about wine on this Wednesday. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you enjoying Kenya? I'm loving it it's gonna get me it's gonna be very difficult for me to leave this place yeah what has been (laughs) one of the highlights of being here so far i think just how warm and welcoming everybody is it people just really just make you feel at home here and i think it's so special the community that's here at the moment fantastic and we've had a bunch of sommeliers coming into studio i want to know what makes you different and why you love being a sommelier as well i think probably um my background I don't traditionally come from a winemaking background at all and I completely fell into the industry um, without expecting to I've always worked in hospitality but I've never really came across wine being a path before and I think one thing that kind of differs me from a lot of other sommeliers is the kind of work that I do with wine so I tend to pair a lot of African cuisine, Asian cuisine with wines as well, which you don't traditionally see as it's very European focused. Let's start from the beginning. How would you describe yourself and how did you fall into becoming a sommelier? How would I describe myself? I would describe myself as a atypical sommelier. Um, I like to steer away from the kind of pretentious, like, you know, that pale, stale male sommeliers you traditionally get. And it's not very fun. And you want your bottle of wine to be fun, right? And I think that's kind of what led me to becoming a sommelier, which is having an experience in like that myself. Um, so I was originally studying economics in Manchester. Wow. That was that was where I thought my life was heading. Um, and then unfortunately I had a bit of an incident. I had an accident where I broke my back and had to move back to London. They were saying the recovery was gonna be around two years. So it was really just bed rest for a lot of it. Um, And after about eight or nine months, I took my first kind of unassisted walk without needing any help from people. And it was a pretty big moment. And I was like, you know what? I want to celebrate. I want to get a bottle of wine. I want to do something nice for myself. So I must have walked past at least 10 wine bars. And I was terrified I didn't go into a single one because every time I was heading to the doors, I was like, I don't feel like I'm going to be seen. You know, I'm a young woman. At the time I was 19. I'm a young Asian woman. Doesn't look like that she will know anything about wine. And to be fair, I didn't at the time, but I didn't have that kind of confidence because I was afraid of how I would be kind of responded to by sommeliers there. Um, And eventually I just ended up applying for a role in a wine bar. And I was very lucky enough to have a super young team. It was quite female led at the time. And they were very, very supportive my situation at the time so obviously I just I'm still I was still in a recovery period so they weren't um, putting me on the floor straight away but they paid for my qualifications to become a sommelier because they saw that I was passionate they saw that I was really keen to learn and they didn't want to have anything like my age or my background come into play and affect that Um, so I was very lucky enough to be managing a wine bar so the place that I ended up interviewing for where they taught me wine I ended up becoming general manager there after two years um, unfortunately, that place closed down during COVID. And then I moved on to working in fine dining restaurants. And that's probably where my passion for diversifying the industry came into play. So I worked with Okoko, which is a West African fine dining restaurant in London. Um, I opened up the restaurant back in 
2020, I believe. So it is a little bit of a lockdown success, which is really nice to hear for them. And I think at that point, I was like, I don't really want people to feel the same way that I felt and not have the opportunity to get a bottle of wine that they would enjoy just because of what they look like. So that's where I kind of take on the stance where I'm a sommelier. I absolutely have all the knowledge just as much as the next sommelier. Um, but the way that I like to present wines is, like I said before, just taking away all that pretentiousness. Fantastic. In just a bit, we're going to be getting into more conversation. When it comes to wine, you can let us know how you're feeling on 0701-984-984. I want to know more about uh, Coco. I want to know more about GQ as well. Yes, I did just say <laughs> GQ. It's a Fuse 984, myself, Anwar, and Nadia Favorite. It is all request launch hour, so do let us know what you want to listen to. We will make it happen just for you. 0701-984-984. The Fuse 984 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, I hear there's a supper club that you definitely want to try out. I want to know a little bit more about that as well. So what is the supper club all about? So the supper club, so we are IO Collective. We are a chef's table supper club, and we've recently just added wine club to the mix as well. Um, So it's hosted by myself and a very, very talented chef. Um, He's from a Nigerian background and he's MasterChef, the professional semi-finalist from 2020. Um, He has an incredible talent when it comes to making really, really creative foods, using African ingredients. And for me, it's a massive playground where I can just kind of try new things, find new wines and pair them with that as well. So our focus is kind of bringing African ingredients to the global diaspora and also incorporating the wine aspect in that as well. Because it's something you don't traditionally see, African food being paired with wines. Like I said before, it's very, very European focused and not a pe- not a lot of people know how to pair it. There's no textbook in that sense on how to do something like that um so it's a lot of fun hosting these kind of events they're very very intimate our chef's table is only eight people so you get to make friends you're having a really intimate setting you're sharing food you're sharing good wine and it's all about just curating a whole experience and what advice would you give yourself when you were starting out that you you wish you knew now i think not being afraid to say what i think So I know a lot of the time, especially when maybe you're in tastings or you're trying new wines, you might feel intimidated by not wanting to say what the flavors are or you don't know them. And I think it's so important to remember that everybody is so subjective, that people's palates are so different. What you've grown up learning and the foods and the flavors that you associate with, it's gonna be so different to the next person. What you might smell in wine might be different to the next but that doesn't mean that you're wrong mm-hmm. and tell me a bit more about Okoko uh, what's the food like what's the atmosphere like it is incredible it's probably the best introduction to fine dining I've ever had the team are amazing the chefs are so talented it's a tasting menu where you don't get given the menu when you walk in um, so you sit down you just get you just explain your allergies and your dietaries and then the chef brings out the dishes based on that also with curated wine pairings there as well And it's a really nice mix between using um, West African flavors, like Japanese techniques, French ingredients. So it really is like a whole kind of multicultural experience. Fantastic. And just a bit, we're going to be talking about what brings her to Kenya and what she loves about wine. And some advice for you as well, because the Christmas season is coming up. Do not forget, you can talk to me on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, The Fuse984. It's the Fuse 984, myself, Anwar, and Nadia Favory. It is all request lunch hour. We want to hear what you want to hear. 0701-984-984. What does bring you to Kenya, by the way? So I am very, very lucky and wanted to be here by California Select Wines. I am working here as a sommelier, um, unfortunately for a very short time, but I will be back. 
Um, I had the opportunity to sommelier for the American Chamber of Commerce's annual Thanksgiving event. Mm. And we held a silent auction on the night as well, presenting some of our most sought after wines, which is Alpha Omega wines. And the proceeds from these silent auction went towards sponsoring a child, um, first year Kenyan student for their tuition and boarding fees. That's amazing. And let's talk something else that's amazing. GQ, baby! <laughs> Walk me through how it was when you got the call or message or WhatsApp. I don't even know. It was, what happened? Um, so the it came with just a massive bottle of champagne, a magnum bottle of champagne, and just a note being like, you've been nominated. And I was like, there's no way. What were you nominated for, by the way? Us. Uh, I was nominated for Sommelier of the Year. Yeah, you have to say it louder. <laughs> you have to be proud of her. This is amazing. <laughs> sommelier of the Year. That's amazing. So what did it feel like? Who did you call first? Who did you talk to first about this? So the nomination got sent to um, Okoko, my workplace. So it was obviously a massive celebration, not just for myself, but I think for the whole team as well, just because we're such a niche kind of market in hospitality when you're working with you know African wines you've got a young Asian sommelier so it was really nice to kind of see that representation and for me just kind of being nominated makes me feel like hopefully there's people out there that maybe look like me might be wanting to get into wine and feel like I can do this too yeah so yeah amazing to get the nomination I didn't think I would win I was not expecting that at all um I think on the lineup there was a few other sommeliers that even I took inspiration from when I was creating my wine list. There was a whole master sommelier there as well, you know, people that have been in the industry for years and years and years. Um, and yeah, I just, to be honest, still to this day, I'm like, that really happened? Like, that's that's me? <laughs> I'm talking to the best of the best. It is a Fuse Line A4. Do send in your questions and we're going to be answering them online on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. That is a Fuse Line A4. Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. It's a Fuse Line A4. Myself, Anne-Mora and Nadia Favri. And I just want to know a little bit more about wine. What wine should I buy my friend, my girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife um, during Christmas as we get into the festive season? What wine would you suggest? So I always say you can't go wrong with a bottle of champagne. I've I've been on my sparkling wine kind of season at the moment um but whether it's champagne or not i don't think it should be limited to that because there's so many sparkling wines from across the world that are hidden gems and definitely compared to the standard of champagnes so if you're looking for something similar but so champagne obviously being quite like a celebratory bottle so if you wanted something similar along those lines but a little bit more quirky something a bit more unique i'd go for something like a south african method club classique Mm -hmm. or a cremant from burgundy fantastic and kenyans move to the coast during christmas um so what would what would you suggest we should be drinking when it comes to wine and like fish seafood pairings with Seafood pairings, I think obviously the safe option is always going for white wines. Um, But for me, what I find, especially in Kenya, the food here is so aromatic. It's so seasoned. You've got incredible flavors going on and you need something to hold up to that, right? So I would go for something like a skin contact white wine. Again, not very well known in the industry, but it's such a hidden gem. So skin contact wines, or otherwise known as orange wines, they're white grape varieties, but they're made in the same way that red wine is made. So the skins are left on. 
with the skins being left on it adds this added component of some body some tannins some aromatics here as well so you get a real nice kind of like spice baking spice profile which really elevates the dishes in seafood and what would you suggest sorry what um advice would you give a budding sommelier who wants to get into the industry i would say ignore the qualifications i would genuinely say ignore the qualifications um the ones that we have in the UK WST are incredibly outdated. You're learning about stuff that the climate and the soils from about 10 years ago and it's not as relevant to this day and it doesn't cover a lot of things that is out there in wine. So I don't think people should feel pressured to take those qualifications and take that route, but experience is probably the best thing above and beyond all. So for me, I would just say keep drinking keep trying great wines i don't think you can go wrong with that and we love support here on the fuse 984 how can we find you on on social media so my instagram is ice and hennessy or our brand io collective is at io.collective fantastic thank you so much for coming into studio uh, we're going to get back into the music it is the fuse 984 myself Anwara, and nadia favory